All right, this is Richie O, and this is the Powerline Kids Podcast, and with me as always is... The now-married Brian Black. Jesus fucking Christ, what a fucking great wedding that was. Oh, it was fucking... It was uh, better than what I was anticipating. And what, so, what were you anticipating? That something... Usually, I, you know the, those weddings that are... They're thoroughly planned. Something always goes wrong... Oh, I'm or there's like, a misfire somewhere. You're talking about a fucking wedding. You're talking about. I'm expecting that every day in fucking life. <laughs> I'm. I'm I, you know what? When I wake up in the morning, the first thing I fucking do. I think I've said this before. The first thing I do is I lift my head up off the fucking pillow and just be like, "All right, what's going fucking wrong today?" Mm-hmm. But you want to know something? On your fucking wedding day, I didn't do that. I literally. I remember. I fucking woke up and the first thing I thought about was I just got to make sure my suit looks good. Mm-hmm. I got to make sure because we had to take the fucking pictures and everything yep. like that. That That's what I was thinking. I'm like, I got to look for the pictures. I'm like, because I don't want to be that groomsman. And and Dennis, by the way, I know that Dennis listens to this podcast. He did look fucking good. Yeah. He did look good. But the only thing I have to fucking say is that after all the pictures I looked at, I'm sorry, Dennis, that I'm calling you out on this. I am so fucking sorry. You really need Just for Men, and I keep telling you that damn... No, 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 no. No, no, no. The one thing, and it's just so fucking funny, is that every picture, his fucking rose was in a different direction. It was in a different spot. I pointed that all night long. I said, dude, seriously, you're boutonniere. Um, What's going on with it? He goes, I don't know. It's just, there's a mind of its own. Mine actually lasted through... The ceremony till we got to like the table and, and then it fell off. And you know what the best part was is that when we first got them, like mm-hmm. when your mother handed it, it to me mm-hmm. and Sarah Smiles and Lulu, they were just like, oh, I'll put it on for you. I'll put yeah. it on. How many times? Oh, that was my mother in law. What? That was my mother in law. Oh, that was your mother in law. That was, yeah. Oh, yeah, that yeah, was that's Mrs. right. Black's that, mother. That's right, that's right. Your mother was the one that said that we were fucking late for the fucking picture. Yeah. Which I love, by the way. Oh, my God. Mr. Black's mother was this standard fucking, like, I've never met her before in my entire, which, by the way, great fucking woman. Oh, yeah. But standard mothered, like, we pull up. I get out of the car. I meet her. Nice to meet you. Everything's good, Mrs. Black, you know, blah, blah, blah. And the first thing she says is, you're late. <laughs> you're fucking late. And the I best, loved it. The best part about it was is my mother knows me to a T. She knows if, if she says... We really weren't that late, though. We no, were like, we were, six, we were like minutes. six minutes late, which is funny. But when she says that, for me, it's like, yeah, but you told me... She, she tells me now like half hour earlier. So if like something's going on at 2 o'clock, she'll be like, one thirty. you got to be here. Okay. So she knows I'll show up like at least... 15 to 30 minutes late for something and it's every single time so but i fucking love that i swear to god i because believe it or not guys audience i was actually nervous because as long as me and mr black have been doing this podcast and as long as we've been talking about the wedding and everything like that i love how the fact though that we talk about this like there was like a fucking like brad pitt like angelina jolie wedding or whatever it was brangelina but the thing is is that we've been talking about the wedding and it was a big deal mr black and Mrs. Black fucking finally fucking tied the fucking knot. And I loved how nervous I was after doing this podcast with you. How, like, I didn't tell you this because I wanted your genuine reaction. I did not tell. I, this is what I love. When I got out of that Jeep and you were just like, yeah, that's my parents and everything like that. I swear to God, I was, I was, I was shaking a little bit. I was sitting there going, oh, my God. 
Like, it was, like, it was really gay. And gay, not in the bed, you know, like, not saying anything derogative. But it was just, like, I literally was sitting there going. But I, I warned you about, like I said, my mom is very intimidating. <laughs> but not, not only that, though, your mother reminded me exactly of my mother, like, my grandmother on my mother's side. It was very, very, like, she was very, like, uh, what's the best way I can describe it? Like, she knew her fucking business. It was just like, okay, this is a fucking wedding and everything needs to go according to plan. Mm-hmm. And it's not, um, and this is, I'm looking, I was looking at her when I met her, like I was talking to my grandmother. Not saying your mother was like old or anything. I'm talking about the personality. Where she, where she was, how she was standing, it was just like. Well, that and she was cold. Which I was laughing about. I was going. But no, 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 it's not that. It was like that, that, that woman persona is just like. Okay, so you're rich, fine. You guys are fucking late. We'll deal with the informalities later. Okay, you want a hug later? You want to tell me how much you love my son? But right now, we need to fucking go and get these fucking pictures done. I swear to God, that's the vibe I got from her. It was just like, it's nice to meet you. Get him back in the fucking car and get over there fucking now. Now, even though she didn't say that, I'm literally looking at her. I'm going, oh my God. Oh my God. She literally, and it's, I, I swear to God, I was just like, I'm like, I literally want to look at you and just be like, Brad, we need to get back in the car. We need to get back in the car now and have you look at me and be like, why? Your mother's talking to me in a language that I know. She's literally doing the body language. Like, there's no reason for us to be in the fucking parking lot right now. We should be in the fucking car on the way to the fucking pictures. Like, just get. Which in the, the funny car. thing is, Mrs. Me and Mrs. Black talked about that, and we said, "Why did we have to go past oh. where we were going in order to come meet you guys?" And she specifically said because um, she's like, "Well, that's what my mom wanted to do," and I'm like, "I understand that, but we had to drive past where we were going to come." back it well, made that's, that's, absolutely no sense well that's why i got weirded out like yeah. when we were driving back i'm just like i know where i'm going and then you're like take a left i'm like why i could just fucking keep going and you're like and then you're like the driveway's here i'm like why the fuck are we going back here yeah why the fuck are we here but anyway um i fucking absolutely- and then we left it went the wrong way we had to turn around <sighs> which is even better uh, I, you know what i was fucking you know what i think and you bounced Lulu all over the back seat, which was even better. Oh, my that God. That was hilarious. Hey, you listen, fucking wear your seatbelts. Hey, wobbles, wobble, but they don't fall down. But um, everything was fucking great. I absolutely fucking loved it. And what I loved the fact, too, that I actually really want to fucking talk about is um, I don't think I've ever been a witness before. Yeah. That was actually fucking, like, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And I especially love the fact that how we said, like, there's no carbon copy, so you have to fucking sign like fucking like four, four times, six, six different fucking papers, yeah. and everything like that. Now, like the witness, like what what does that mean? I tried looking it up. There's like it's just basically saying that. So like what if you like get divorced <laughs> like within like six days? No, it's it's for legal like legality. Besides the mayor signing it as the officiator, the witnesses are there bearing witness. They're saying like yeah, we witnessed the, this act. So this act, I fucking love yeah. that. We witnessed this act, yeah. but um, everything was fucking great. I, but I was I, spot on with the ceremony time. Oh, definitely. I called fifteen I, minutes. I said we're gonna be done in fifteen minutes, and you looked at me crazy like I oh, was nuts. I definitely fucking. Did. You're like you're out of your mind. I'm like nope, fifteen minutes. You're like no way. I'm like fifteen minutes, and it was from the time we walked out till the time she walked out, 
till he read everything. It was exactly 15 minutes, and I think he stayed for about five minutes afterwards and left. Oh, actually, you know what? I did talk to him right yeah. before he left. I did fuck. I'm like, I'm like, you're not going to stay for any cupcakes or anything like that. And he fucking said something. He was a good guy, though. Yeah. I, I did like him. He was a fucking really good guy. I also loved the fact how when he walked in, he literally said, I, and I actually do, I do love this. He walked in and said, who's, I don't know if you heard him, because he walked through the door, like when the woman came in. And she was just like, the mayor's here. And he walked through the door and he goes, who's ready to get married? That was funny. And with a big smile on his face, too. Not even like, you know, joking. It was half a joke, but he was serious. Wait, did you meet him before this? Well, he's my aunt's nephew through marriage. Jesus fucking, like, cousin's roommate. Yeah, he's literally, like, he's my great aunt's nephew. So... And the thing that I love, though, like, he walked through the door, and he was just, like, he had this, like, sense where he was just like, all right, who's... But he's, like, he looks like every movie mayor. Yes, he does. He's a chubby Italian guy in a suit. Oh, my God. And I thank God. See, this is why I didn't want to talk to Mr. Black about anything that happened during the wedding, because I wanted this genuine reaction from when he got back from his honeymoon, which I do want to hear about. Um... But yes, he fucking did. He was this little short, like Danny DeVito looking yeah. fucking guy. He Male fucking pattern came, baldness. Yep. And, well, he fucking came. <laughs> hey, who's ready to get, who's married? Ready to get married? And then he was just like, all right, who's got? He got right to the point. Like I love the fact how he walked through the door. He's like, who's ready to get married? And he's like, who's got the marriage license? Like it was fucking right to the point. Like this is what I need to fucking do. This is what you guys need to do. All right, let's get right down to fucking business. But then he sat there. But he also did the Italian thing, though. He was, like, complimenting, like, everybody. He was just like, oh, you look great and everything like that. But then he just sat there and he was just like, all right, listen. And he was so upfront about it. He's like, listen, there's no carbon paper. So whoever signs this shit, we're going to have to sign it, like, four or five fucking times in a row. You're going to have to write the same fucking thing over and over again. And I, I just loved how he was sitting there and he was just like, all right, so you got to sign this, you got to sign this, you got to sign this. And then, like, in the meantime, he was just sitting there looking at everybody. Oh, you look nice. You look really fucking nice. All right, sign here, fucking sign here, fucking sign here. I fucking loved every fucking second because the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm like, this is a fucking, this is like the poor man's fucking Danny DeVito. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just picturing Danny DeVito fucking walking in and being like, all right, let's get it done. Let's get it done. Come on. I'm, like, picturing him, like, in Twins. Like with like Arnold Schwarzenegger, It'd be like, all right, come on, I need to get this fucking done. It was it, it was every experience that I had at your wedding was fucking original, and it was fucking new. Well, okay, so we're gonna fast forward a little bit to to uh, yes to Monday. So we went to go turn in the documents so we could get our actual you know certificate that says we're married and all that stuff. And we go in and we go to the clerk's office. We go up and we're like yeah we want to turn in our license so we can get the uh, certified copy and uh the girl the lady behind the counter was great she's like okay no problem she's like it's five dollars a copy she's like how many copies you want i was like two so we give her the license and she goes again and we looked at her we're like well what's wrong and she goes he does this every single time we were like what he always forgets to put the date of the event down no fucking way <laughs> yeah so he, he never filled in the date. So she so what day did you get married? We we're like Saturday the second. So she wrote it in real fast, and she goes, yeah. Every single time he's he's done a, a wedding, 
he always forgets to put the date in. And he's been doing, he's been the mayor for the last, I don't know, like 15 years. <sighs> so. Hey, he's the fucking man. Yeah. He, he can't worry sure. about dates. Mm-hmm. He can't fucking worry about dates. So, um, but no, uh. Well, let's rewind a little so bit. So let's rewind back to, to Saturday. No, to where I literally met your mother. Mm-hmm. All right, let's let's continue on that. All right, so we go to fucking take the pictures. I have to fucking say. I don't know. I did hear you complaining about it, but I would love to hear you start off. I mean, Jesus Christ. I know you guys wanted... All right, so we went to uh, a place called what? I think it was Berkeley Island. Ber- Berkeley Island. Park. Yeah. All right, perfect view of the water, everything like that. Just the time of the day, though, the sun oh. happened to be in a spot to where, yes, it was. they were beautiful fucking pictures. I mean, I fucking got them. I'm, I'm going to show you the fucking pictures that Miss Smiles took. But we're all squinting. Yes. We are all fucking, we all look Chinese in the fucking pictures. Sorry about the stereotype. But the position that we were in, where the fucking sun was, I mean... Great. The water was in the background, but the fucking I couldn't see anybody. Yeah, I'm fucking sitting there, and they're like fucking. Well, how about how about the best was because it was the pictures were the reveal for me to see Mrs. Black in her dress. Yes. Oh my god. So of course the best was they come over to me and they hand me a black scarf and they're like, "All right, blindfold yourself with this." I looked at everybody. I handed my brother-in-law back the scarf, took my fedora off, took my glasses off. Put my glasses in my pocket and put the fedora over my eyes. And everybody's like, I'm like, this is one of the reasons why I wore a hat. <laughs> By the way, you did look good in the fedora. But, so we're, and just to fucking continue that, when we were walking up and they were like, oh, you know, Mr. Black Ants, she's hiding. I literally was walking like down the path, like you were way in front of me. Yeah. Like, obviously, you had to go see your fucking bride to be. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where the fuck is she hiding in a fucking bush? She was, was hiding, hiding behind a bush. bush. I literally, I thought it was a joke. I'm just like, no, she's probably standing by the water, you know, like on the rails or whatever. And she, you're just going to like walk out. It's going to be like this movie thing. Like you're just going to like walk around the bush and then just see her standing there. No, she was literally fucking hiding like behind a fucking bush waiting for you. And I'm sitting there. I'm, I swear to God, I looked at Miss Smiles and Lulu. I was just like, oh my God. Like I said, that is a joke. I th- she was really fucking hiding in a fucking bush. So then when the picture started, I started to notice because I've been in like weddings before, like where we've been outside and like everything like that. And I swear to God, Bri, I no lie. I was just like, if they do this by the fucking water, we are going to be staring. And you had your fucking sunglasses and everything and everything like that. And I'm just like, oh, I don't want to. I remember the. For the fall, well, the, the thing was, the minute I got out to take the first picture, they were like, all right, take sunglasses off. Mm. I'm like, fuck. I remember you saying that. Like, fucking, like, no. And I remember watching you because you took the first couple fucking pictures. Everyone was squinting their fucking eyes. That sun was directly. Oh, was horrible. Directly was, in your fucking yeah. eyes. And I'm going, oh. And, fuck. I, and the funny thing was, I was trying to tilt my fedora, the brim of it, uh, just enough. But I couldn't do it. it. No matter which way I turned the fucking hat. I tilted as much as I could. I could not keep the sun out of my ass. I'm like, holy shit. Like, this is unfucking believable And, of course, my my um, my friend Scissors, who took the uh, the pictures. Which, by the way, she was trying her fucking hardest. She, was, she like- was trying to get every... Trying to figure out a way 
to get the angles, but my mother-in-law wanted to take the pictures there. And we were like, all right, but there's no shade. And that was the thing, is right where the picture was. It was like, fucking Fuck. wide open. I was like, the minute I looked at the spot they wanted, she wanted for him, I'm like, God damn it. I'm like, there's nowhere we could go for pictures. And that's shaded. Because the other side, if we would have went where there was shade, you're not looking at the water anymore. You're looking at the lanai there and then all the fucking mansions in the oh, background. Yeah. And I'm like, no, don't need to fucking look at any people's summer homes. I'd rather look out over the water. So... By the way, still great fucking pictures, but I love the fact that we're all fucking sitting there and look uh, we look like we're staring directly into, into the, the fucking sun. sun. We're staring directly into the fucking sun. So we we did that, all right, and then now it's time to fucking go back. So now it's time to get back into my fucking Jeep and fucking go back. And people are still flying on. By the way, we made great fucking time that oh, day. Oh, yeah. I, I, me and Mr. Black woke up. And Miss Miles, we fucking, we all woke up, uh, and you know, we, we sat there, we, we ate breakfast and everything like that, and I had to bring Mr. Black to go get his head fucking shaved, his fucking beard off, which he still fucking looks weird as I'm fucking sitting here fucking talking yeah. to him. Sorry. It's stubble. It's, it's, it's coming. But the thing was, is that I was sitting there, and I was just like, alright, I gotta take him. So I took him to, uh, Antonio's. All right, Antonio's. So I call him up before we go there. I'm just like, do you do straight razor shaves? Because that's what you wanted. You want a yeah. straight razor fucking shave. And he was just like, oh, he's like, and I like you heard the way that he fucking talked, mm-hmm. like old school Italian and everything like that. They had the accent, I, and but I, you didn't hear the way he was talking over the phone. He's like, oh, he's like, I could do it, but I don't have the equipment with me to fucking do it. And I'm sitting there, I'm going, what fucking equipment do you need to fucking do a straight razor shave? Like, don't you just need a fucking well, you need the straight razor. You need to. You need the shaving cream. Okay. And depending on, I mean, like the guy I go to, I know he does the old-fashioned like bristle hairbrush, the bristle brush with the. You fucking, see, now that's what I thought. Like yeah. fucking was gonna happen. <clears throat> and the leather strap and everything. Like that's what that guy I go to usually uh, does. Which this weekend I'm actually letting. I'm gonna let all this grow in a little bit and then actually go get my head and face straight razor shade by him because uh, I just like how long it lasts. But so. I do... Do you like the way that you are right now? Hell no. No? Not at no, all? No, no. I need by the to, way, I need he is fucking... completely fucking buzzed fucking... Well, yeah. well my head my head I like buzzed. You know, I mean, I like skin. I, I If I would have had time, which we didn't because by the time we waited... F- uh, for the barber to get done. Which, by the way, was fucking... Did you realize, though, I walk into that place fucking all the time. I never have a problem with sitting down in a fucking seat. Do you ever fucking realize those situations to where you actually need to go and do something oh, yeah. and then fucking something <clears throat> fucking happens? Like, I, we walked into this fucking place, this barber, okay? I walk in. I literally get seated every fucking time within, like, fucking three minutes. We walk in, it had to be 11 o'clock. Yeah. It was 11 o'clock. I've been there before at fucking 11 o'clock. No one's been in there. I literally just, it, it was one of those situations like where I walk in, it's just like, oh, no one's here. All right, sit down. Okay. I go sit down in the chair. I'm out 15, 20 minutes. We walk in, there just happens to be fucking 15 fucking people before us. And I'm sitting here doing the nervous thing going, Brian, we could leave. 
We could leave right we now. We go somewhere else. We I'm go like, somewhere else. We're and already here. And, and I swear to God, I'm sitting there, and I once again, I started shaking. I fucking started shaking because I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. I told him about Antonio that this is going to be fucking good. We fucking walk in. There's fucking people at fucking 11 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday during the fucking, pretty much, I'm calling this the winter. And I'm literally sitting there going like, we're not going to make it. We're not going to fucking make it. But you have to admit, even though I drove like a fucking nutcase, mm-hmm. I got you to the fucking barber, got that done, drove to your fucking house. Even though you kind of, I, I didn't want you to rush on your fucking wedding day. But I got you to your fucking house and fucking drove your fucking back. And even though your mother fucking sat there and was just like, you're late. And I looked at the clock. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I thought I was making good time. And I looked at the clock and I was just like, fuck, it's six minutes. I could have done better. Maybe I could have done 115 instead of like 105. Mm-hmm. Maybe that would have gotten there. I think what if really what it should have been was is if they would have told us where it was, I could have said, all right, we'll meet everybody there. And we'll wait, but I think they were trying to get like Mrs. Black there first. And did she take pictures before we got there? Like she, she was taking pictures all day. Oh, all yeah. Right. So like, um, like Scissors met her at our house in the morning and left. Took pictures from the time they left till she got done and everything. So there's all the pictures from her getting made up and getting dressed and um her hair done her makeup done and all that and <clears throat> i mean the pictures i've seen so far look great from uh, she did from, look amazing by the way yeah the fucking red hair came out fucking mm-hmm. perfect she looked absolutely fucking gorgeous she so. really fucking did oh my god and she had a fucking beautiful dress everything and i'm gonna i call no homo right now but when i did see mrs black in the dress for the first time I literally was ready to shed a tear because she looked amazing. And I've never seen her... It Like, she never... We never dress up for anything. So for her to be in, in, a, in a wedding dress, um, it literally is was like... I was just um, awestruck by it. I actually did see you. Yeah. I mean, and, and especially like... And while- she didn't believe me. She was like, are you serious? I said, yes, I'm seriously... Just um, taken back by how beautiful that she looked in that dress. Because, like, when we were talking about what we were going to wear and this and that. And, you know, we were like, oh, this, this and that. And she's like, don't worry, you like the dress. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to take your word for it. And that I like the dress. And, you know, I'll be just um, awestruck by it. Which I was. I was completely taken back by it Um, because she looked amazing. And, you know, for her to dress up that way and and get everything done and and be very feminine for once, you know, by doing her, getting her hair done, having makeup on. And this is a person who hates to wear makeup, (laughs) which I love about her. And she told me, she was just like, I, I, she's like, I can't see it. But she really did enjoy Mm -hmm. like fucking like everything. She loved it. Yeah. I mean, her hair, her her nails looked great. Um, like they did something special on her nails when she, she told to, them. When she told yeah, them she, she was getting married, the the girl she goes to said, "Don't worry, we take care of you." <laughs> she goes to an Asian place for her nails, 
And she's been going there for like, a, I want to say like a, about two years now. And the lady told her, oh, you get married? She says, we, take, we have special for you. And, you know, they put a nice design on. They, she got a pedicure done. So she's just like, she was all excited because she's like, look, my toes, they sparkle. <laughs> but, yeah, she looked amazing. So. It was a great fucking day. And now let's get to the reception. Oh, I fucking love this. <laughs> I fucking love this. Uh, by the way. Food was great. Uh, the cupcakes, the whole idea that we've been talking about on the podcast, yeah. with the fucking cupcakes, all that fucking came out great. Fucking love the cupcakes. Yeah. Fucking so if anybody's ever down in Manahawken, um, I, I want to give a plug out to the people who did my cake and my cupcakes for the wedding. Um, they're called Cake That. They were actually season six winners on Cupcake Wars on the Food Network. So And we um, need to post that those fucking pictures. Definitely. Of, of, the, of, of the cake. Doubt. Um, I actually drew up the cake topper. It was a tombstone, two shovels and a grave. And the tombstone said, till death do us part. And that was something um, Mrs. Black was all in for me drawing Which I love. I fucking absolutely <clears throat> loved every second of it. So, so we get there. Um, we do the ceremony, everything like that. You said you called it out 15 yeah. minutes and everything. Now, see, here's the thing. Now, here's where I'm going to come in. Now, when I go to weddings, and I'm sure Mr. Black does it too. Um, but me specifically, I love the ceremony. Like when I was standing up there as a groomsman and everything like that, I actually have to admit that when you guys were doing your vows and everything like that, yeah, I kind of got a little bit gay and I kind of wanted to cry like a little bit. I did. I, cause I sat there, I saw you and her, I've known you guys for almost a fucking year now. And it seems like it's been like fucking 30 but I literally sat there, and then I saw Miss Smiles in the background, too. Yes, I'm bringing that up. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, like, this is, like, it, it, this is the environment, like, that I've always fucking wanted. Like, it was just, it was just so nice. Like, just fucking everyone sitting there. I think it's that point to, like, where you realize, I don't know if this is, well, it definitely is for you. Because you got married. But it's just like knowing that you're sitting there standing next to the person. Well, actually, let's rewind a little bit real quick. All right. Because now you had asked me leading up to this point if I was nervous at all. And I wasn't. And I stuck by it that I wasn't nervous. I did not get nervous until you and my sister-in-law started signing the papers as witnesses. And I turned around and I was like, and I immediately turned around and said, yeah, I'm having a moment. And I was like, I think I need a drink. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that, too. And the minute I said that, my brother-in-law, who I love to death, who and he does listen to our podcast, um, he turned around and he goes, do you need whiskey? I said, oh, a shot would be great. The planner, the wedding planner, um, Lisa, she she's awesome. Yeah, I met her. Yes. She's awesome. She was awesome. She did a great job. Her staff was awesome. She's actually, um, she does all of the um, stuff at the venue that we were at. Um, and she immediately went to the bar, grabbed a beer because my mother-in-law got me a six-pack of Blue Moon that was just for me. Immediately went back, got me a, a Blue Moon, brought it right to me. So that I had drink. I literally down that fucking thing before oh the ceremony. God. And I've never seen you do that before either. I was sitting there. I, was, I literally looked at... Uh, oh, what the... I looked at... 
I forgot the fucking person's name. I was just like, is Brian drinking a beer before we walk out? <laughs> She's like, yeah, he needs it. I was just like, but he's only drinking a beer? I'm like, that's it? And then that's when I walked over and you were kind of like fucking sipping it casually. I was just like, I, and by the way, I was in a completely mindset, like different mindset. I'm sitting there and I'm just like, he's fucking nervous. I literally wanted to get you shots. I was literally sitting there going like, should I just go and get us a couple shots like before we go out there and everything like that? But then I know how you like drink and like everything. So I'm like, I'm not going to fucking say anything. So when I saw you fucking drinking the blue moon, I'm like, I got a little bit selfish and I was just like, fuck, he didn't offer me fucking anything. Like, I'm fucking nervous too. Like, I'm fucking going out there. And by the way, Dennis is fucking, which by the way, I love him. I love him to fucking death. Dennis is just sitting there. And by the way, I'm still looking at him and the fucking rose is still like all lopsided. All fucked up, yeah. And I'm just sitting there. I'm going. Those, those, and those boutonnieres were so funny because we called it when we, we got them and we were like, these are a little big. Wait, wait, I have it hanging right now. I have it hanging up in my lunch. That thing is still fucking alive. Yeah. Mine it's is sitting, f- mine is sitting actually upside down in a, um, yeah, in a bowl. It's right here. Yeah. Right here. Cause, um, and so is her bouquet. Her bouquet is upside down in a big dish because we were told that's the best way to dry them out is to flip them upside down. Yep. And what we're going to do is we're going to preserve them. And it also brings them. a lot of good luck. And it also, from what my grandmother told me, um, when you – and a lot of people have a different areas of expertise why there's that certain thing. Yeah, you hang the flower upside down to dry it out so that it does it in a certain way. But there's different um, – what do you call it? Like telltales or whatever the fuck. Why – like, um, my grandmother told me, like, if you hang something, like, upside down like that, like the flower or whatever, you buy it for a girl, she hangs it upside down. If the flowers don't, if the petals don't fall out. If they don't wilt. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then, like, that's the person you're fucking supposed to be with. Like, that's, like, that, it, your love or whatever, everything will stay, like, in there. And I, 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 that's girl shit. That's fucking yeah. girl shit. I mean, I do adapt that a little bit because I think that's fucking kind of cool because I've witnessed people that have literally hung up flowers like that where, like, every single petal is still fucking there. And then, like, other people I've met before was just like, yeah, I hung it up. Yeah, three days, fucking, I had to fucking vacuum up the floor. Yeah, let's see. It's and been... I'm sitting there going, like, fuck, is so... it? But their relationships didn't work out. Yeah, that's the best that's part. That's the funny thing. So <clears throat> our flat. so let's see. We got married Saturday. So today's the third day. Her bouquet's still in one solid piece, and my boutonniere is still sitting in the bowl in one solid piece. Nothing wilted. Everything's fine. We were like, wow, these are pretty good flowers. <laughs> but not only that, though, it's that the fact that um, the one bouquet that I got from Miss Smiles, I actually, one of the first ones I got, we actually hung up the one fucking, she took one out and fucking hung it up in the fucking kitchen. Dude, no lie. Um, I bought her like a rose the other night and we did the same thing. She fucking hung it upside down and she took down the fucking one flower that I got for her. Fucking thing still hasn't shed one fucking petal yet. Mm. Not fucking one. That's After good. all the fucking crazy, fucking insane, psychotic fucking shit that we've fucking gone through. Did I just say that out loud? Yep. Not one. Not fucking one. But anyway, getting back to the reception. So we go back. 
And this is the thing I want to talk about. This is like the main subject I want to talk about is uh, when you get invited to... Now, I was invited to your wedding. Mm -hmm. I was a groomsman, which I do love the fact that that was a great experience. And I love the fact that I was part of your day and everything like that. I fucking loved it. I love you. I love Mrs. Black. I loved meeting everyone in your family. But I have to be a little bit selfish and for the fact and saying that when the reception did start... I did start going to the Riccio mood where I was looking for that guest. Mm-hmm. I was looking for that guest. I literally went and sat there and was just like, all right, I just witnessed him getting married. Eh, I, sh- I-, I wanted to shed a tear because it was beautiful and you guys fucking tied the knot. I went right into asshole mode as we went into the fucking reception area. Oh, you went, you went in asshole mode. I went in super asshole mode. I literally was just like, all right, all right, the ceremony's over. All right, I, sh- I-, I almost shed a tear because it was beautiful everything like that and then i went right into i need to find the guest that's gonna get the drunkest so i can just watch them the fucking entire night and just fucking develop this fucking attitude where i'm just like there has to be one at every wedding because that's what it is Mm -hmm. there's always that one and it's not i was telling mr black before we started the podcast it's it's a thin line it's not necessarily an asshole because you do have those assholes. Oh, yeah. And those are the ones like that start the fights mm-hmm. and fucking like everything like that. To fucking like do like crazy shit. But I need to find that one guest that's like going to fucking sit there and you just look at them. Whether it's a female or a male. Whether it's a female or a male. And you just immediately fucking like zero in on them. Now, I should be enjoying Mr. Black's fucking reception. But the ceremony's over. Now we're just eating and drinking dancing everything like that so now it's free for all so now i'm just going into the point where i'm at a wedding i just want to find that motherfucker that crazy motherfucker that's going to sit there sober for the wedding being like yeah i'm going to be fine i'm going to be fine it's a wedding everything is beautiful and then all of a sudden like two hours later that person's fucking out in the parking lot being like god damn it this fucking shit like talking about nothing that has to do with the wedding thing yeah Anything that they're in, involved with right at that moment. Oh my god, I fucking love it. I fucking love those guests. And I, you know what? I hope I have 15 at my wedding. I really do. Because there's always one. I hope I have 15. Just so I can fucking group them all together and like make a video. Like those videos like, uh, what, like homeless fighting each other. Like I want to make guests fighting each other. That's what I want to do. That's my goal for my wedding. Is just to invite like fucking a bunch of people that are just like that. And these are the people that fucking go to the wedding and literally sit down at their fucking seat. And I did hear, can I say this? Can yeah. it? But it's not just this one person. I've seen this a bunch of times before. It's the person that's always complaining about where their seat is because it's not close, close to the bar. To the bar. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, they fucking sat me here. They fucking sat. Has nothing to do with the people that are sitting at the table. It's just like when I was at grooms at my cousin's wedding, it was it was good. We were opposite the bar, and we had a walk. You had to walk across the dance floor, like past like four or five tables to get to the bar. What this person didn't realize was we were getting served at our table by a waitress. <laughs> By a waitress. So they constantly thought they had to get up from the table to go get a drink. And of course, they went up to go get a drink as the, the server came over up. and said, 
Anybody want? You guys at the groom's uh, bridal party, what would you like to drink? Because you're being served like the bride and groom were being served, which was really nice that my cousin did that at his wedding. Mine was such a small event. You didn't well, have it wasn't to. that small, but it was just for <laughs> the fact that the way it was set up. Yeah, the way everything's set up. The bar was the right, in the, right in the middle of everything. Mm-hmm. So no matter where you sat, mm-hmm. it was just right. I mean, granted, like the people across the dance floor. Well, that wasn't but really that the wasn't dance really floor. Dance floor. No, the dance floor was in the other room where we had in the, the ceremony. Mm-hmm. But the only reason they did, like, we did the dances the in there it because the it was there. Yeah. It was a dinner. Yeah. But I love the fact how it didn't even take me... Your ceremony ended. So, me as a groomsman with your sister-in-law, like, mm-hmm. we walked in, and then the kids walked in, and everything like that. It literally took my brain 15 seconds to be like, alright, we're walking into the dinner area, now it's time to pick out that fucking person. And then we walked over, I walked over to my table, you know, I sat down, everything with the smiles, and Lulu, and everything like that, sat down, and then I got up right away. And I was asked, where are you going? I'm like, I just need to go. I just need to go. I, I didn't go outside. I, I, I just literally just like walked around the little air. I'm like, I, I just, I need to fucking clear my head and just find this fucking person. And this person that I found literally like came in like around the table. And this person fucking sat down and then got right back up and literally looked and said, Oh, well, the bar's right over there. And I was just like, that's it. That's the guest. That is definitely... I did see other guests that were like that, but not to the point where how influential it was to where she was explaining to her... Date. Her date. Whatever. Well, I don't know. Date, date, significant other. Nope, date. Well, I don't want to say that. So I'm trying to find that in line date going oh it's right there and i'm going yeah this is definitely the fucking person so now i'm sitting i'm gone all right and i literally wanted to be like that fucking like like bookie that's just sitting there being like all right i'm taking fucking numbers all right 20 to 1 says that she's fucking done or he's fucking done before like the first like two hours definitely without a doubt once that fucking chicken little fucking dance comes on I, I literally wanted to start naming the dances like fucking. I, I, you did have a lot of fucking good like wedding songs mm-hmm. and everything like that, but I literally wanted to sit there and be like, "All right, this is gonna happen during this. What odds are you giving that she's gonna fucking fall on the floor or he's gonna fall on the floor? Whatever the fuck it is, that's literally what I was thinking. But then right away I looked at you and I was just like, "I'm so happy, Mr. Black and Mrs. Black are so happy. Oh my god, this is such a beautiful fucking wedding." And then right away I went back to. Yeah, she's fucking moving now. She got up. She fucking ate something. Oh, she had some more dwarves and everything like that. Oh, she's ready to fucking... And then when... As soon as... And it happens to every one of these guests. Mm-hmm. As soon as they play the intro to the song and they're eating something, their hands go up and go, This is my song! And I'm sitting there going, Oh, this is it. This is my horse. This is my fucking horse. If I could bet on this in like a fucking horse race, like I would fucking won like a billion dollars right now. And it ended up happening. Mm-hmm. I went out for my first... And it took three cigarettes. It took three cigarettes. I went out for my first cigarette. Two drinks in. Came out. This is a beautiful wedding. The ceremony was great. And then, the, you know, like the thing comes... It's so beautiful. This is the way they always talk. Like, it's so beautiful and everything like that. You get that first interaction. Like, oh, it's so beautiful. I'm so happy I'm here. Blah, blah, blah. Then the second interaction comes in. Where it's like fucking like four drinks in. And then you're back out there. 
Then they start slurring the words a little bit. They start sitting there and being like, God damn it, you know, I wish this was my wedding. You know, if my wedding's going to... Then they start explaining their own wedding. Hasn't happened yet. They're not engaged, anything like that. Then it starts, third cigarette in. I fucking love that song. I tore up that dance floor and everything like that. And then I just noticed certain actions. And I was just like, all right, this person is definitely fucking trashed beyond doubt. But I loved it. I fucking loved it because you need, tell me, come on. You need that fucking guest at every fucking wedding. Oh, yeah. You need that fucking aspect of just for the fact that you're getting married. Everything's fucking, is just perfect. And then you just hear that fucking one story be like, did you hear uh, Tracy or Travis or whatever? Yeah, he was in the bathroom all night fucking puking. (laughs) Or she was out there fucking lifting up her dress fucking while like, the little fucking kid was just sitting there like, you know, and she was just like, woo! And fucking just acting like a fucking... I love that about fucking weddings. I love the fact that you have those guests. And then you have me just sitting there and fucking just going, yeah. Like, that's what I fucking need. What I like I like was uh, one of my cousins. It was funny. Their, their uh, significant other, when we were out dancing, we were out on the dance floor, everybody... I laughed. I said, uh, I said, so are we going uh, full Tony Montoya here or uh, what? Because, and I had asked him, and he literally said to me, he goes, yeah, the drunker I get, the more buttons come undone from my yeah. shirt. And I'm like, I said, that's great. I said, so are you going to be the guy pulls his shirt open and it's going to be like the Virgin Mary on your chest? Because my cousin and her significant other are tattooed pretty much from head to toe almost. But they're awesome. They're an awesome couple because they like to have fun and they're always like great to be around. They never. It's never like a downer. It's always like, no, we have to make sure everybody's having a good time. But the one thing, did you notice? My one, my youngest cousin, pretty much stole the show on the dance floor. Oh yeah. Oh, the the, the little fucking guy. Yeah, the little the little. Oh my kid. god. Yep. Yep. I was waiting for him to fucking do the Run DMC fucking like break dance fucking. He did the worm. Oh my god! <laughs> and once again, you always fucking have that, Tim. Mm-hmm. You always fucking have that. Yep, it was great, and he was having a he had a blast. I literally I messaged Michael next morning, and I I was like, I said, little man, I said, did little man have a good time? He goes, yeah. He goes, he's he's still out. This was at like eleven o'clock in the morning because he my uncle messaged me, and he goes, how you feeling? I said, I'm a little sore. I was like a little tired because we didn't get down to AC until like two o'clock in the morning. Um, but I asked him immediately how my cousin was, and he goes, "Yeah, he's he's still out. He's still out. He wore himself out." <laughs> but um, and how about how about the songs? Oh my god, I fucking loved every fuck. Actually, I did notice that uh, Louis Prima was played in the beginning. Louis Prima was played in the beginning. Um, but I actually requested a couple songs. The only thing I was disappointed about, I requested a couple songs, and she fucking looked at me like I was fucking nuts. I requested a couple songs, and um, she looked at me like I was nuts, and I only think, think is because the songs I was requesting had nothing to fucking do with your fucking playlist. Which I love. I, I actually, the funny thing was, I didn't have a playlist. I told her the playlist was open, 
that there was no genre that couldn't be played. Wait, wait, hold on though. So uh, we did talk about that. So when I requested the song, um, I don't know if it's because like, all right. So I requested uh, the flamingos. It was a uh, uh, when I came yeah, you over. Told you told me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, when I, it wasn't harsh, she actually looked to the younger guy. He was the DJ. She was the MC. Yeah, and when she was just like, explain it to him. Mm-hmm. How fucking old was this guy? I no, no, I'm not saying anything I, bad. I'm not even sure. I, he was. I mean, he had to be like must... twenty fucking. Was he? Fucking... <laughs> I would say maybe he was like maybe late twenties, early thirties. But I literally fucking sat there. I was like, it's the flamingos. I'm like, uh, I only have eyes for you. And they did the thing where they were just. But which, by the way. The speakers should have been, they could have put like a speaker by the fucking door. But I literally sat there and was just like, all right, I want to make a request or whatever. I, I made a couple. And uh, he was just like, what? He did the fucking, and you got to love DJs for this, where they fucking sit there and they do the what thing. What? Yeah. I, w- I want to make a request. What? Like, all right, I get it. You're a fucking DJ. What? And I'm just like, all right, the flim- it, it's called the Flamingos. Who? The Flamingos. I only have eyes for you. Huh? Which is funny because the, everybody after, I'm trying to think, two people besides you requested songs, and when they didn't come up, I immediately got, the minute I walked inside from going to sneak out for a cigarette, because <laughs> that was my whole night, is I was... Going out to do two things. One, cool off, and B, to smoke cigarettes. Oh my God, you fucking needed to cool off the fucking entire day, Holy by the shit, way. it was like, I, I got, I would go between from, in where the, where the tables were all set up to the dance floor, and then I would go, I would have to go outside because it was so hot in there. And the funny thing was, the, um, the planner was like, she kept telling me, she goes, we have the air conditioner on. I'm like... Oh, yeah, I remember yeah. that. I'm like, I know, because everybody else is cold but me. <laughs> so, and um, she was just like, why? I said, and we explained to you at the end of the night. I said, the more I drink, the hotter I get. I said, so it doesn't help that I've had five beers all night long. I love how you kept coming up to me though, by yeah. the way, and you were just like, yeah, this is my third beer. Mm-hmm. This is my fourth beer. It's so like, bro, I, I literally was sitting there at the table, like I was talking to Dennis. And I'm like, do you realize he's coming up to us and fucking telling us the number of beers he's... It, it, this might... Th- and then you were just like, I drank a six pack. I fucking drank a six pack. Which is great, because I never fucking see you drink. <laughs> I love the fact how like, loose you got. I really do. Because once... Once I realized, like, everybody was cool, like, that was my biggest, my whole nerve-wracking thing was because I have my mom, who who I love to death, and she, she got me. Oh, she, she did, did get me. Oh, which, by the way, I'm going to stop this story right away because I just realized <laughs> this is one of the other points. So, um, getting back to the reception, mm-hmm. when I called out fucking, like, the drunk person and everything, the guest that's going to sit there and just be like, oh, my God, I'm having such a good time. Um, uh, Mr. Black and his mother fucking danced to a fucking song. Oh my God, that was so cute. It was so cute. Well, here's the thing. The song I picked out to dance with to my mother, with my mother was, uh, The Wish by Bruce Springsteen. Oh, and I fucking love that song. Which she really got me because she was talking to me the night before about, 
She said, well, the song's kind of long. It's a six-minute song. I said, what, I'm not good enough to answer for six minutes? Not only that, though, <laughs> fucking, you picked out fucking Nothing Else Matters. That's a fucking six-minute six minute fucking song. song. Mm-hmm. That was fucking, I have to tell you, dancing to that, I've never danced to fucking Nothing Else Matters before, which was awesome. I fucking absolutely fucking loved it. Like, I was sitting there, and I was like... But you actually picked a song like where I was trying to like headbang and slow dance at like <laughs> the, the same, same time. time. Like I'm sitting there dancing with your sister in law, and I'm like going like yeah I can dance and everything like that. And I'm trying to do like the gentleman thing, like holding her hand, hand other hand on the hip, being like oh yeah this is classical. This is a wedding, you know it's classic, you know like, and then I'm still sitting there going like. God, I fucking love this song. God damn it. And then, like, when it's uh, the guitars got heavy, I'm sitting there, I'm just like, if I fucking start headbanging now, I'm going to knock her right name. the fuck out. That would have been an improvement. So I'm like, literally just fucking trying to fucking sit there, just looking at her, just going like, all right, we're going to move to the left, to the right, right, to the forward, to the back. That's it. And then I'm still sitting there, and I hear the heavy guitars coming, because you played the actual version. Mm-hmm. It wasn't acoustic. Nope. It wasn't I, instrumental. I specifically told her when I talked to the MC, I said, she goes, do you want like the S&M version? Do you want like the... I said, no, I want the version off of the Black Album. That's it. And I fucking <laughs> swear to God, I'm sitting there and my feet, like every nerve, because just because I'm a fucking metalhead, rock and roller, fucking like just all guns in, I'm literally sitting there dancing with her. And I remember like holding her hand up to my right and, like, when the guitars came in again, it was like, dang, dang, dang. I'm literally sitting there, I'm going, like, I just want to headbang right now. I just want to fucking sit there and start singing and just be like, I don't care. I, like, I, I'm literally fucking sitting there. I'm just like, all right, stop. It's a wedding. Why did Brian do this to me? Well, I'm literally sitting there going, why the fuck did he do Like, I just want to fucking. And then all of a sudden, your sister-in-law just looked at me and she just started singing, like, you dance very well. I'm like, all right, at least I got this chick in front of me. At least I got her right here because if it wasn't for her wearing this beautiful fucking dress and she was fucking beautiful. I was like, if it wasn't for her right now, I literally would be sitting there being like, bro, fucking crank it up. Get everyone off the dance floor. Play like fucking another Metallica song. Like I was ready for a fucking concert. I was literally ready for a fucking concert. Just yeah. be like, turn this shit. Just like Atelier's wedding. He played Danzig. During the fucking dinner, like, mother. And we're all sitting there in the middle of the fucking dance floor to where, like, I felt so fucking weird that we were all sitting there and you see, like, the family just going, like, I'm sorry, what's going on right now? We're eating uh, fish and chicken and, I don't know, roast beef. And Danzig's playing. And mother is playing. I'm sorry, whose mother? Whose mother? Oh, I'm sorry, he came from where? The Misfits? Uh, I, I don't understand what's going on. And, like, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, all right, at least they did this. At least Brian made this song to where I'm literally, like, dancing with a female to where, like, I'm not just sitting there being like, all right, we need to fucking tear this fucking place down. We need to tear this fucking place down. Thank God you didn't play any other metal. Well, the other thing that that got me was I, I asked for two other songs, but I told them because the kids were there, I specifically said... If you can find the radio edit versions, then play them. If you don't have them or can't get can't find them in the library that you have, don't worry about it. Which was I wanted Wu Tang Clan played. 
I want it cream. I want it cream and Method Man played. Cream. Dollar, but I dollar told them if you can't find the clean versions, don't play them. Because yes, I we had I had the ring bear who was who was only five and Oh my god, he was the, fucking awesome. He was fucking awesome. With the security fucking briefcase. Oh my god. And, and the, the badge? Oh my god. Which I, I got those off of Amazon, which was great. I found that I found something like that at Party City originally. And we said, ah, we'll come back and get it later. And then everybody went looking for it because we told them. We took pictures of it. I think my mother-in-law went to like four different party cities looking for it. Couldn't find it. And I went on Amazon. Amazon. And found it. Found one that was Can even I better. one of these? Yeah, and then found one that came with like a book. And the book actually was easy enough for like a, a, a child to read. And it told you exactly like told him what his responsibilities were as the ring bear oh so. wait hold on i think i'm gonna during transition this you got out of the fact the fact that you cried and i cried and all right wait well my mother did you, got did me. you, did you do this on purpose what cry i'm gonna make fun of you oh absolutely not oh my god all right so wait mr black went off on a whole rant right now mm-hmm. his mother changed the song my mother yeah my mother yeah, let's get back to this my what mother's submarine to me we we get shit all the time about fucking about changing, changing subjects. subjects so my mom submarined me i wanted the wish played by bruce because this way i figured it was it was a nice song it was very sentimental because my mom actually um sup with bruce Springsteen? was no she was <laughs> she was a single mom <laughs> And she actually bought me my first guitar as a kid. So I figured, I heard that song and I thought it would be something nice because my mom is a big Bruce Springsteen fan. My mom apparently um, wanted, uh, decided that she was going to talk to the MC and have the song changed halfway through. Which I did love. Um, so they played the no- first... I did notice it, by the yeah. way, on your face. The first Like, when minute. you were sitting there dancing with her, I was sitting there, I was just... Yeah. And then when I saw the song, I was just like, wait a second, that's not the end of the song. That's not, that's not the way the song goes. I swear to God, I sat... I actually think there's a video that someone took where I was just like... Because I'm a big musician person, yeah. I'm just like, that's not the end of the fucking song. I thought the fucking dance ended. I'm just, they only played, like, fucking two minutes of it. It went more than a minute. Yeah. It went more than a minute. But I sat there. I was just like, that's not the end of the fucking song. Mm-hmm. And then, all right, so go ahead. So, and then um, I think the song we did, my mom requested was like, um, uh, Mother's Love or something like that. And she was like singing it to me. as this, I she, was watching. And I was just By like, the way, guys. Trying yeah. to control myself. By the way, by the way, audience, this is what I witnessed. I witnessed, now Brian's saying this from his perspective, which is absolutely fucking amazing. It's his wedding and everything like that. But you have to realize that I was sitting there expecting Mr. Black because we were talking about the song that he picked out. Mm -hmm. So I'm expecting all this to fucking go like even flow and everything like that. Then you have to picture me like in the audience. I'm going to call it the audience. As a guest, as a groomsman, everything like that, sitting there going, "Oh my God, this is so special," and everything like that. He's dancing with his mother, and I—I I, I don't mean to. Ma- Ugh. Excuse me, I need to take a sip. 
I don't mean it to sound so nonchalant, but I was literally sitting there because Mr. Black has been talking about it for so fucking long that I'm sitting here expecting this. And then all of a sudden the song just fucking changed. And now me and my fucking mental fucking way, I'm not thinking about his dance with his mother. I'm going, what the fuck is wrong with the DJ? <laughs> And I swear to God, that's yeah. exact. And this is a. I want a genuine reaction from Mr. Black. I literally sat there, and I turned to fucking other people that were sitting around me and said, "The DJ's fucking up." I literally got upset for you. I was literally sitting there being like, "Yo, they're fucking up. They're fucking up. Everything's fucked. Everything." Like I got pissed off. Well, before that started, I went. My mom, like I said, we, me and my mom were talking about. She wanted to cut the song down to three minutes. So I said to her, I, right before, when the MC told me we were going to do those dances, I went to my mother and I said to her, I'm going to go talk to them and tell them just to play three minutes of the song. And she turns around at me with a straight face and goes, I already took care of it. And then kind of smirked, which is my mom's tell for... God, that's my grandmother. I made the ch- I made a change and it's kind of a little bit of payback. Because when my my mother got married, I actually picked a song to dance with to my mom with my mom that my grandmother helped me pick out, and I actually made my mom cry at her wedding. Oh whoa 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 whoa! Don't don't get into this. I need to say it. I need to fucking say it. I need to fucking say it. So Mr. Black sitting there, the song fucking changes. I get pissed off for you. Because I'm thinking the DJ fucked up. Not realizing what's going on because your mother, I have no idea right. what she fucking decided. So now in my fucked up brain, I'm going, all right, this DJ needs to die. This fucking DJ needs to die. He cut off Bruce fucking like halfway through. And then all of a sudden, the song started playing. And then I started calming down. I'm just like, all right, wait, wait. And then I saw your mother talking to you. And I was just like, all right, I get it. I fucking get it. Yep. And then all of a sudden, Mr. Black is fucking sitting there. And then I saw you fucking break. And it's all right to break. It Mm -hmm. definitely is all right. Audience, it's fucking all right to fucking break. And I literally sat there and I watched you. Like, I literally went from being pissed off to being like, why the fuck did they cut that? Like, I was literally legitimately, like, pissed to the point where I had to turn to someone else and be like, that's not the fucking end of the song. And, like, it was my fucking wedding. Like, that's not the fucking goddamn end of the song. Why are they cutting that? And then I started listening to what they went into. I'm going, all right, I got it. So I literally sat there. I fucking, like, I did the thing. Like, I put my fucking leg up. I remember it. Like, it was fucking three minutes ago. I put up my leg, and I sat back in the chair, and I was just like, this is going to be fucking awesome. This is going to be fucking awesome. And I literally, I started getting like jerked up because like with the tears and like, like every, you guys made everyone fucking cry. Mm -hmm. And when you fucking broke down and cried into your fucking mother's shoulder, I sat there. I, I, I have to admit, I got a little bit teary eyed. I got a little bit teary eyed. I got a little bit teary eyed. And I sat there, I was just like, oh, this is fucking great. It's fucking beautiful. I started talking to the women at the table. They're sitting there fucking cleaning off their eyes and everything. Cleaning my mascara off. And you know what I had to do? I had to sit there and just be like, ah, hey, he's fucking gay. Mm-hmm. 
What a fag. He's going to sit there. He's going to fucking cry right now. Jesus Christ. I had to do it because you were making me want to fucking cry. And I had to do, I had to think of every fucking thing possible. Apparently, apparently I made like almost every woman in that room cry, which is which amazing. Was, but I literally had to do the guy thing where I was just like, he's not going to make me cry. Fuck that. He's not making me cry right now. Fuck that. And then when you started dancing more and then you started going, I'm, I'm sitting there. I would like put my hand. I did the thing. I'm literally doing it. I'd like put my hand like over my face. I was just like, I'm not crying. I'm not crying. No, I'm just wiping. I'm wiping no, sweat from my cry- face. I'm not crying. No, I'm not crying. So. Oh my! And then I did the thing like where I kind of looked to the side and I whispered like to my other personality. I was like, "That's so beautiful. That's so beautiful." And then I literally had to look back at you guys, and be like, "He's so fucking gay. He's so fuck." I'm. I can't wait until this dance is over, and he comes over and he's just like. You guys having a good time, and I get to... Everyone else is just sitting there at the table, be like, that dance was so beautiful. Oh, my God, you made me cry. I just... I had to be the asshole sitting there going, like, you're fucking gay. You're fucking gay. Even though I wanted to sit there and just, like, hug you for a second, just be like, I had to do the guy thing. I had to do the guy thing to where it was just, like, that was... I, I didn't want to say that was a beautiful dance. I had to be like, really? Did you cry? Really? You had to fucking cry? Didn't give a chance, though. <laughs> it was a fucking beautiful dance. <clears throat> it was so, still gay. Hey, that's fine. Especially so. with you like your clean shaven face and everything. Yeah, I know. You it's look just, like a big oh. overgrown baby. Yeah, like crying in your mother's shit. arms. And see, my like the cool the, the thing about it was too is I didn't do this like for Mrs. Black. Mrs. Black was fine with the with the with the full goatee. My mom actually said wanted me to just clean it up. So that it was like shaved and, and like close shaved to the face. No, Grandma actually turned around and, and put her two cents in and said, "No, I want you clean shaven for your wedding." And I was like, "Anything you say, Grandma." You gotta <laughs> <love my> grandma. <laughs> Anything you say, Grandma. <laughs> so, but um, it was a really fucking. It good was wedding. an awesome time. Everybody had a fucking blast. Um, the fucking food was awesome. The venue was awesome. Everybody was actually fucking great. Um, and then we made our way to Atlantic City, so which was a a, a very nice couple of days. Um, How was the drive down there? Fucking, it was like it's just right just down, right down. I actually had to make a pit stop because I didn't realize that how much I had to drink afterwards. Because when I left, I was pounding bottles of water because I had to, I had to run home real quick because we forgot a couple of things. Are you fucking serious? No, we forgot like two. We forgot. Um, uh, Mrs. Black remembered she needed something from the house. I had to pick up my. my but that was the point of Sammy Davis before we fucking left. Right, the house. but we didn't realize till afterwards, like after the ceremony was over, like after everything was over. All right. So, <clears throat> quick recap. Me and Sammy Davis, when I brought Mr. Black home to fucking go get showered and shaved and everything like that, I literally said to him. I'm like, all right, I know this is a very stressful day for you. And he was rushing around and everything like that. And you were getting oh, married. Yeah. I literally sat there and I, was, I went through the checklist. Mm-hmm. Are you fucking kidding me? Now he's telling me this. This is the first time he's telling me this. So I forgot my Bane monitor. So I'm fucking sitting. You forgot the fucking monitor? Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's get this straight. I literally sat there in Mr. Black's house. 
saying, you were standing at the front door. I literally sat there and was just like, I've been in this situation before. Think about everything that you can fucking forget. Think about everything. We got the shoe. Whatever the fuck it is you said. We got this. We got that. I'm good. No, 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 no. Think about this. And Sammy Davis was there. I said, Sammy Davis, you're going to be here when we leave the house. Which, by the way, you did fucking contact Sammy Davis because you yes. forgot something. But I tried. So you're telling me that you even forgot shit after you forgot shit. Mm-hmm. Unfucking believable with this guy. And it was specifically the thing I forgot, which Mrs. Black forgot something, but she didn't even remember until afterwards. Um, but I sat there and I said, think of every fucking thing that you could possibly forget. Because when she said to me that she didn't grab the machine, I didn't even... And she said, don't forget it. And I was like, all right. And then when we got down there and I remembered about the cologne that I wanted my cologne. Well, Sammy Davis brought Sammy that. Sammy Davis brought that. But I, I didn't remember the machine because it was last minute things. And... We were like, all right, we'll just, you know, we had to run, we've had to run back to the house anyway because Mrs. Black wanted uh, a couple of things that she had forgotten. Um, some, like, I, I don't remember, remember what the fuck she got. Oh, she want, needed another fucking sweatshirt because she lost her sweatshirt at some point during the night, <laughs> which was great. Like, between her trip to her mom's house and to the park, she misplaced her sweatshirt. So... We had to run home to go get un- her another uh, sweatshirt, which wanted to be. Isn't that just fucking like a fucking girl? Yeah, so, like, and then we got like the well, one the fucking thing. thing. So we haven't been able to find that sweatshirt since Saturday. Her girlfriend found it today in the back of her car. No <laughs> fucking way. Yeah, the the ring bearer's mom was in her car, so she's like, "Oh, I have your sweatshirt that you were looking for." We were like, "Well, you were there that night. You didn't." What a fucking bitch. So, All right, so you got down to Atlantic City. Yeah, so we got to Atlantic City at like uh, about. Oh, were you able to like check in like right away? Like, oh, did you? Yeah, my mother-in-law already checked in Friday. All right. So she had to go and she picked up um, Mrs. Black's grandmother from the airport. They stopped and checked in at the um, timeshare that they have. <laughs> got the keys, got the parking pass, and everything for us, and then um, came up. But what we didn't realize was her mom, grandmother, and stepfather actually had another plan as like a surprise for us. So we're not thinking of it. We're thinking, all right, we're going to get down there and this way we can we can go down there and we can shower and just relax and go to sleep and then wake up in the morning. We get down there and on we open up the door to the room. And there is a bottle of champagne or bottle of wine called um, uh, what was it? something Loon. Luna? No, Loon. L-O-O-N. Oh. Oh, um, uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. So, uh, and two wine glasses. One said bride, one said groom. <laughs> and a note from her mom that said, here's a gift from us. Enjoy. We looked on the floor and there was rose petals leading to the bed. Her mom actually bought Mrs. Black a piece of lingerie, me a pair of silk boxers, and put a heart in rose petals on the bed. 
That's fucking awesome. Yeah, it was like fucking great. And Mrs. Black's got pictures of, of the uh, the bed and everything. So, but yeah, she uh, she did all that. And uh, then as we were putting, like, we got drinks and stuff to bring with us. We were putting those away and Mrs. Black opened the freezer up just to check out the, the like the full-size fridge that was in there. Her mom also left us a box of like the 40 count bagel bites with a note that says in case you guys get hungry. That is fucking <laughs> awesome. So. All right. So did you actually like utilize like fucking like everything? Did you go swimming? Did you fucking. Yeah. We, um, we hit the hot tub on Sunday. They had a game room there, a 24 hour game room, like an arcade room with, which was really cool. A jukebox. What games did you play? Uh, we played uh, Cruising Drift. Oh my and god! Cruising Blast. Holy shit! They still have those. Yep, yep. They had those. They had um, Miss Pac-Man and the, the Miss Pac-Man Galaga Machine. They Which, had- by the way, none of these uh, modern day listeners are gonna fucking understand how important <laughs> those fucking games are. Oh yeah, um, the Harley game with the motorcycle. What the fuck are you talking about? It's basically your... It looks like a, a, it's a motorcycle, like a Harley. It's got the big screen in front of it, and it's like Harley World Tour or whatever, or Harley USA. And you pick your the bike you want the guy to drive on. It's like a, like a police bike. This. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. now I know what yeah. you're talking about. I thought so, you were talking... When you said Harley, you know immediately yeah. what I go mm-hmm. to. I thought it was a completely so, different video game. They also had um, Crazy Taxi. Oh my fucking oh, god! Yeah. The screen was starting to go on that, so it was like the screen starting to fade. <laughs> That's how old that machine is. They had a ski ball machine that was called Beer Ball. Wow, which was great. Uh, pool table, air hockey table, a Munsters pinball machine. A Munsters. Munsters pinball machine, and uh, a Jurassic the Jurassic Park um, uh, Jurassic Park one with the guns, where you sit in like you're in the mm-hmm. jeep. And then they had the uh, Terminator Salvation Game. So, so you had a good time, though. <laughs> yeah, we had fun. Let me ask you a question. Do you like the fact that you got married in front of other people and you didn't elope? Yeah. Yeah. Would you still want to do the eloping thing? After this, probably not. No? No. It was. It was so. It was well, no. It's only because we talked about it on the podcast so yeah. much that you said you just wanted to fucking go. Well, originally it was because I didn't want the. But now that you went through the experience, I mean, yeah. did it you was... love the fact that you had someone that mm-hmm. it fucking was, it talked was, and fucking yeah. said it was a lot of fun and um, I loved how um, the uh, the maid of honor. <laughs> Forgot that she was supposed to have a toast ready. Oh my god! I, I, are you gonna bring this up? Because hey. oh, absolutely. Oh, so well, which she was a, told because I was actually in the room. Um, this should be a completely different podcast. Because <laughs> uh, well, I was there at the table. Yeah. Um, well, I was actually there two weeks before when she was told. Um, at the um, when they had the uh, the bachelor party. Before they left the house, she was told that you have to have a, a toast ready. And she was like, okay, no problem. So, and um, she completely forgot, but she's, uh, okay. yeah, she's one of those people who's just 
Um, she gets so much going on. She's a little forgetful and stuff like that. Is It's understandable. And it was funny because uh, I was grilling the best man the whole time about... You got to write a toast. You got to write a toast. You got to write a toast. Which, by the way, he did a good... He did a very good job. He did... It, but the only thing was, though, that fucking... The, the microphone that he was fucking using, no one could fucking hear him. Yeah. He... I don't... Because he's he's not used to using a microphone for anything. Oh, we're, so. we're going to get into Mr. Dennis. I'm sorry. I did tell you this. <laughs> and he is going to be on the podcast. He agreed. Oh. He agreed. He's going to be on the podcast... If I can ever peel him away from his job. Um, oh, oh, yes. We did talk about that a lot. Uh, we did talk about his job and everything like that. The but, man um, married to his job. But the thing is, is that uh, we did agree that he he built up a lot of... Con- he, he he had the, the self-confidence to where mm-hmm. he was just like, I don't think I could do it. I was just like, you just got to fucking do it. I was the best man at a fucking wedding. I'm like, you just got to fucking do it. And other people were telling him like... Oh, they were doing the... Cle- this is what I love about people, the regular people. They were just like, picture everyone in their underwear. No, no, no. That's not what you do. You focus on one folk, focal point, okay? You talk to that person, and then maybe your eyes wander a little bit, but you still focus on that <clears throat> fucking one person. And he fucking did it. Mm-hmm. He fucking did it. He fucking sat there. And I realized how pissed off he was getting because he had such confidence. Right before he went up, he was just like, fuck this. I'm going to do it. And then he did the thing where he was just like, no one can hear me. No one. And then he started doing the fuck. Sorry, Dennis. I noticed it. And I fucking told you that. It wasn't you. It was the fucking microphone. He just started fucking talking. And he had all the... And then he just started doing the thing. He was just like, all right. So, uh, congratulations and everything's going to be all right. Yeah. I guarantee you had a lot more to say. Oh, yeah. He probably did. Because he said he rewrote the thing like three or four times. Oh, whatever. Yeah. He, 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 me and him were fucking talking. Like, we were literally fucking... Like, when I was sitting there telling him, like, when I was the best man, I literally told him, I'm like, I wrote my best man speech four fucking times. And it was like at least four, five pages long. It took me to get to the place to where... I thought, see, now you did it the right way. Mm-hmm. The one wedding where I was the best man, which I loved. I loved the fact that the way that they did it and everything like that, but it put me on the spot, was that I thought the best man speech came after all the activities. Like, I thought the fucking best man speech, this is back in the day. I thought it came after, like, everything, like, yeah, you sit down to dinner and everything like that. No. We fucking went to the place... We did the pictures like as we're walking into the place and it was just like, all right, go sit down at your fucking designated fucking table. And I was just like, all right, I'm going to go sit down, you know. We had the food, you know, like the hors d'oeuvres and everything like that. Am I saying that the right? Hors hors d'oeuvres, yeah. And then we go into the room and it's just like, all right, we're going to sit down and order dinner. But I do have to say... But then you get the time to fucking drink. Like, get a little bit fucking... Get a little loose. Yeah. No. No. It wasn't like that. Like, when I was the best man, it literally was... We walked in, and it was just like, all right, you got your seat setting? Yeah, I'm sitting down, aren't I? All right, well, you need to make the speech now. What the fuck? Are you kidding me? I just fucking got here. (laughs) Can I at least get one cocktail in me? I literally just fucking had a couple hot dogs and a fucking roll, you know? I had some fucking mozzarella and fucking tomatoes and fucking out in the fucking lobby. 
And now you sit me down and I'm sitting here trying to get my shit together. We walk in, I had to do a little fucking kooky dance, fucking coming into the fucking place. Now I'm trying to get relaxed, realizing everything you fucking did. And now the father comes over and goes, all right, you need to make your speech now. Like, are you fucking kidding me? We have four hours left. Mm -hmm. That means I have to make my speech now. And then for four hours, I'm going to be judged on my fucking... So I thought I could at least get a couple of drinks in me to where, like, the family would at least be sitting there going, like, all right, listen, that speech sucked, but it's only because we've been here for, like, two hours. He's probably got a little bit in him. That's why it sucked. I had no excuse. We literally just got there, had the fucking hors d'oeuvres in the fucking little cocktail fucking, like, area, sat down... And then it was just like, now make your speech. Yeah. Nothing in me. Nothing in me. So I literally fucking went to the bathroom. And Mikey was there. He didn't see me do this. But I literally went to the bathroom. I'm fucking trying to memorize the fucking speech I wrote. Four fucking pages. Weeks of me fucking trying to memorize this shit. I literally fucking threw it out. It was just like, that's it. I'm fucking sober as a judge. I'm just going to go out and wing it. Fucking go out. I'm the best man. I have to talk first. I swear to fucking Christ. I had no idea what the fuck I was trying to say. Oh, well, no, 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 not that. I knew what I was trying to say. But I didn't want to fuck it up. So all I was trying to do was just being like, alright. I have to say everything I need to say. About this fucking kid that I've grown up with my entire fucking life. And I have to say, I fucking nailed it. Yeah. I fucking nailed it. And then I sat there. I was so fucking nervous about the speech I just gave. Because now it's four hours of people listening to what I just said. Now they're eating their appetizers, their entree, their dessert. And then the fucking cake comes in. So then we got that too. So that's me literally sitting there with like fucking 300 people fucking judging me. Mm -hmm. But then I sat there and I watched the bridesmaids and everything like that. Which, by the way, they did, they did a fucking great job. But they literally read off a script. And I was so happy that I didn't. Yeah. I was fucking so happy <laughs> that I fucking threw away three weeks or whatever. Actually, you know what? Maybe it was a month or two months. Of fucking rewriting this over and over again. And I love the fact that Dennis fucking sat there. He didn't read off of anything. And the bridesmaids too. Mm -hmm. Didn't read off of anything. It was a fucking great fucking wedding. Oh yeah. It was it was a it was a great time. And um everybody loved the other thing, the other cool thing too was I did something last minute because I screwed up the night before. Because when we were going to I basically, we made the centerpieces ourselves for our wedding. Oh, you want to get in the centerpieces? Yeah, I want to get in the centerpieces real quick. So, I was completed. So, yeah, yeah, one table was completed. <laughs> um, you say this, I so, need to... Uh... Yeah. So, basically, what up happening was, I wanted, we were giving the center centerpieces away to one person at each table. And the thing we Great ran centerpieces. into... The problem we ran into was we were supposed to get stickers for the centerpieces for the name for one name tag on each table. And what happened was 
um, because they wanted to do a run through with the uh, Flower Girl and the Ring Bear. Um, by the time Friday night rolled around, I was so completely just like shot with planning that I never got the stickers. And I remembered Saturday morning. I'm like, shit, I forgot the fucking stickers for the, uh, the little tent placards for the seating. And I turned around and I was like, shit, what, what can I do to fucking improvise? So what I did was I grabbed a fucking, I grabbed a red Sharpie marker. And right before we went in for the ceremony, um, when we were waiting for the mayor still, I handed it to my mom and I said, mom, do me a favor. I said, go on the, each table real quick, put a red dot um, on the, the name card for the seating. This way, I can make the announcement later about the centerpieces. So when we go in finally, and I'm walking around and I'm you know doing all the, the stuff after the ceremony, saying, thanking everybody for coming and all the stuff you're supposed to do, um, I'm looking at all the, the name cards on the tables and I'm going, all right, where the fuck's the red dot at? Like, oh my God, did she fucking not fucking do it? Or did something happen? So I'm like, shit. So then I go, uh, I go around and I'm looking and I'm looking, I'm going, I'm starting to panic and I'm going to Mrs. Black. I'm like, I, uh, I think my mom didn't get everything done. Didn't, didn't get the dot on the cards because I don't see them anywhere. So, <clears throat> What I turned around and did was, as I was walking around and uh, looking at the tables, I um, I panicked a little bit and I was like, um, I walked over and uh, one of the people who, one of the seats that was empty because somebody had a, 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 got sick and wasn't able to come, I was talking to people at the table and they had flipped over the card and the dot was on the, actually the person who didn't show up. So they were like, um, they're like, what's the red dot for? And so I told them, I said, well, at the end of the night, we're going to give away the centerpieces. And the red dot is to who the centerpiece goes to because I've seen them. Uh, I've had a couple people where they did like, you know, if your uh, birthday's this close to the wedding, then you get it. Um, and the tiebreaker is the... Um, some people did the older person, some people did the younger person. I said, I thought this would just be an easier way to do it. Um, but the other thing was, is that I had to make the announcement for it. So it was really funny how that happened at the, towards the end of the night, because, um, the MC walked over to me and said, she was okay. She was, are you ready to do the centerpiece? I said, yeah, after we do, um, the cake cutting, we're going to, I'm going to do the centerpieces shortly after that. Once everybody gets some dessert and some of the, the candy and stuff. And, uh, I walked up, I gave a little speech, thanked everybody for coming, uh, thanked everybody for sharing in mine and Mrs. Black's uh, day, and uh, turned around and made the announcement for the people who won, who got to keep the centerpieces, and everybody was actually really excited. I got compliments on the centerpieces from everybody. Pretty Except much. mine was the only one. Yours was the one. only one that was the the complete which, centerpiece. Which, by the way, how the fuck did that happen? What ha I found out what happened was is the because I literally like when I walked in, like like when we came walking in, whatever. I actually was once again. I'm the observationalist. Yeah. I literally walked into the reception area and I'm just like, 
That shit should be in the in fucking the centerpiece. Center, in the centerpiece and everything like that. And but I'm, at least they put the candles in. Oh, which I love. Yeah, which I was fuck- great because that was the... We, the candles were, were flameless tea lights, so they had to be dropped in before everybody got to their tables because they had to be turned on. So you couldn't turn it on, and we were afraid to leave them in overnight because we were afraid they would they would die because the ceremony wasn't until 3.30. We weren't going in there until 4, so I didn't want the candles burning out because I didn't know how long the batteries were good for. But... Your your centerpiece was complete. Because um, I completed, cause you completed it. it. Wait, um, wait. The best part was though. I said, wait. You're gonna love this. We all sat down at the table, and because of the night before, and wait, not only because of the night before, it's because how much we've been talking about the wedding and how many pictures you were showing me yeah. about the centerpieces and everything like that. The first fucking thing I did when I fucking sat down at the fucking table, I was just like, there's something wrong. And I, I wasn't noticing because I was focusing on YouTube. No, I love I love the other thing you said too. You're like, can we wear these masks? Are these are is this supposed to be like a masquerade? Wait, hold on. <clears throat> so wearing the masks, uh, those masks were a fucking great idea. By that, the way, that was that was uh, that was Mrs. Black's mom. Her and Mrs. Black decided like they decorated on Friday. Um. Because Mrs. Black took off, so that they could do that, and she could get all the last-minute stuff, like you know, nails and and pedicure done. So, yeah, everybody liked the the feather boas and the masks. It was actually fucking really great, but I love the fact that I'm the one that completed my table. <laughs> I still love it. So, I was the only table in the fucking reception area that it was. I had this sense of like where I had to complete it because of how much you talked about it. Mm-hmm. I, I and that had, was a last minute thing too. The, those the skulls with the with the feathers in them. So and I was laughing at the end of the night though because when I went back in after after everybody left, they were cleaning up and uh, my father in law and the maid of honor and um, my sister in law, the plan which they were trying to help the planner like with the chairs and she kept yelling at them don't touch anything i got it don't touch anything i got it i was we were laughing hysterically we said yeah she's this is her she goes this is what i get paid for this is this is why i'm here she goes this is my job this is what she i don't need any help everything will be cleaned up so but they did a a great job i thanked everybody i actually gave her one of the centerpieces but, but see the thing all right you know i'm not we're going to save this for the next podcast Mm -hmm. but it's fucking centerpieces I think I was, you were just, obviously, you were fucking involved with your fucking wedding. You didn't yeah. care about the centerpieces. Me being the groomsman and as a guest, I literally sat down and I swear to God, I was just sitting, the, I like, I, all right, I'm going to show Mr. Black. I sat down in the chair and I was like, all right, there's my name on the fucking card. There's Miss Sarah Freer, smiles, fucking sitting there. And I'm just sitting there, and like I sat down, just being like, all right, so the ceremony just ended. And I sat there, and I looked at the centerpiece, and I was just like, there's something wrong. There's something. something... Wait, so everyone's like looking at me, like, what the the fuck is that? Like, I got pissed off for you, and I'm just sitting there, I'm going, there's something off. The fucking skull, the stick is fucking in the feathers. I'm like, there's fucking on the right side of the fucking centerpiece. I'm like, that shit should be in there. And everyone's looking at me like, I'm nuts. (laughs) 
because they don't know that you've been talking about it to me. So mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, this isn't the way it's supposed to be. That that shit should be fucking in there. So then everyone at the table literally watched me scoop up the shit and then put it in the centerpiece and go, that looks great. Mm-hmm. That's fucking awesome. And then I sat there, I looked around, and I'm like, no one else has their fucking centerpieces together. And I sat there, I'm like, Brian's going to be fucking pissed. But obviously, it was your fucking wedding day. It was you didn't too fucking... Much, too much other shit going on. It was too much other shit. But literally, what did I say to you? What did I What did I suggest? I literally sat there and I was just like, do you need me to go around to every fucking table and be like, listen, you need to assemble? Yeah. And I, what I said, don't fucking worry about it. Don't worry. <laughs> Wait, no, you went to... Who did you go to? You said, I'm going to go talk to... Uh, did you go talk to your mother? No, I t- uh, I said to... Um, I was like, you need to fucking talk you, to Because you, tur- you pointed it out to me that it wasn't done. Because yours was done by the time I saw it. Fuck, the and, second I sat down, yeah, I'm like, and fuck I said this. To, I said to Mrs. Black, and she went, wait, I'm going to go s- tell my mother. And she went and told my mother-in-law. And she said, shit. She's like, I told Lisa to, to, that this is what had to get done. And she went and told Lisa. And I guess Lisa yelled at whoever was supposed to do it because... Um, I know one of the one of the girls was actually pissed off for the rest of the night. So, but I told her and when I saw her, I said, "Lisa, it's no big deal." I said that was kind of an afterthought. But the, by the way, though, even with the shit nexus, it still looked good. It still looked cool. Yeah, it still fucking looked good. So, but I, is, I, but, I compl- what I would have loved though is just like, I, if you actually told me. I was ready because I was so like for you for the wedding, uh, like and just everything. I'm like, I literally said to Mr. Black, I'm just like, if you need me to go around to every table and just be like, you need to complete the puzzle that's on the fucking table. Do you remember me saying that to you while you're by your family's table? I'm like, if you need me to go around, just mean like, listen, there's a puzzle on your table. If you can complete it, just go ahead and fucking do it. Well, the the, the other good thing about that was the funny other funny thing was, um. She was like, well, they look fine. I said, yeah, I know they look fine. But I was like, I'm not worried about it now. Everything's Hell going no. on. I no, said, everything was fu- Everything was with, going even great. Even without them in there, it still yeah. looked fucking great. Because so. I walked around the other tables and I saw it like laid out. It was fanned out. Yeah. And it looked... It looked like that's how you fucking planned it. Mm-hmm. I just like the fact that I fucking completed yeah. my fucking table. And I was sitting at, there the whole At night. your table, Lulu won the... Uh, Mm, well, I kind of helped. Well, cheat. we kind of cheated a little bit because one of the people, like I, was, I explained before, somebody didn't wasn't able to attend um, because they were uh, ill, and and a couple people who got sick that day, which it happens, you know, unforeseen things happen, but still. But they you had apologized. a good fucking day. Yeah, but it was a great day. It was a great it was day. A great day. Great fucking night. Yep. I fucking loved every fucking second of it, and you know what? I look forward to you being at my wedding. So I can't wait. What the fuck do you think my wedding's gonna look like? It's gonna be a fucking rock and roll. <laughs> it's gonna be like a fuck concert. I but would... let's let's talk about one more thing before we end for tonight. Uh, I did get uh, Richie O to call me in a panic on Sunday morning. Yes, he did. So. 
Um, because I asked Richie O. Uh, it was actually afternoon. I had well, to, yeah, was, well, I had to sleep a little yeah, bit. It was. It, listen, it was morning. I, I'm an early riser. I literally no fucking. What. I literally picked up. I literally looked at my phone and I was just like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck is going on? I we thought, were gonna screw with you at first when you. I called. thought maybe you guys killed someone, and then like. No, we were gonna fuck with you at first because we we were talking about it when I messaged you because I was talking to her. We were smoking a cigarette out on the boardwalk when I text you and we were going to fuck with you and it was it was partially Mrs. Black's idea and then I got a little more a little more twisted with it she go she said well let's tell Richie we had a problem I said no no I said I got a better one I said when he calls back we'll tell him we're at we're in AC we're we're at the courthouse we're getting a divorce <laughs> and I was like by the time we got back to the room and he called me I asked no problem. I asked him one very important question, and what was the question I asked you? I'm so I, I. I'm now putting you on the spot. The Godfather. So yes, I asked Richie O that when uh, Miss me and Mrs. Black do conceive our first child, and have it, uh, if he would be the Godfather of. Our first child of our firstborn, and the reason why is because um, I value his character. Um, I see the type of person he is, how ca- how much of a caring individual he is, and um, peel back the curtain of the cloud of mystery real quick. He's a very honest and caring individual. No matter what happens, he's always looking out for his friends, his family, and the people he cares about. So that is the biggest thing in my eyes um, for me I'm that tearing I can up pass again. on. I'm tearing up so again. So I figured what better way to repay a good friend than to ask him to have that honor. So. All right, so and, now and, i got to fucking... And the question, and the answer was, well, the first answer was... I, I think I said, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> And I told him, yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't want nobody else I could think of. So, well, I would be fucking honored, and I'm still gonna fucking ask again. Are you fucking sure? That's fine. But uh, we did get, uh, we did get an email, um, and I'll read this on a on a last note closing out uh, for a really a good show that we had a good weekend. Um, it says it's from uh, Barry. Uh, Blobbin. Blobbin? B-A-L-A-B-A-N. Bloban? Bloban. 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 He says, uh, congrats on the wedding, Brian. Are you on your honeymoon now? I was. Um, that's why there was no podcast on Sunday. <laughs> so, um, I bet you guys are going to have some awesome-ass wedding reception stories, which we did. Um, did Richie O and Papa Black down a 30-pack? Did you even go over and talk to my dad at all, or try to? I did. did. I actually did. Um, while he was sitting at the fucking table, I went over and I said... I did did not say, hi, Mr. Black. I did the awkward thing, because me and you have been calling each other, like, certain... I actually wanted to go over, like, when I... Because I was drinking a little bit. Mm -hmm. I actually almost did say... Hi, Mr. Black. But I went over... You've been dumbfounded. But the thing was is that, uh, you know what? 
I, I looked at the situation. He was actually fucking having such a good time with the people. Like, I, I said hello to him, and I told him, like, about, like, me and everything like that. I just don't think that he was, like, in the right mindset. Yeah, I don't... He, he was a little, I think, more nervous than anything, because he was the... I mean, from his side of the family, he was the only one that was there, because other people from my dad's side of the family couldn't make it um, due to like uh, my one cousin uh, having a christening of his uh, youngest child that day. Like, um, I don't, when, when did he leave? Um, they left right after it kind of got dark out or started to and get darker he, because he said he couldn't and, him, that's, and his like, wife. Because yeah. that's the thing. Like he said he was fucking leaving and I was just like, all right, I'm just like, it's, it's yeah. nice. The, I mean, the, the thing was, and hopefully somebody got a picture of it, but there's my mom, I turned around at one point and my mom, this is the first time in a long time my mom and dad have been in the same room together, my biological parents. And my mom was actually sitting down talking to my father and I was like, this could go one of two ways. <laughs> Don't you love that so, about those encounters? Well, I wasn't really worried about her taking a swing at him. I was more or less worried about her, like, taking his wife's head and bashing it off the table. You, but that's what I'm saying. Don't you love those encounters? Oh, like yeah. you don't know what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, it's, like, it's like, I had. A st- I actually stood there. It was like that slow motion moment. I turned around, and it was like everything just, everything stopped, like in one of the Quentin Tarantino movies, and you just focus on that one point, and you're like, well, this could be a bad situation. But no, it was, she said it was fine. And um, yeah, they, like I said, it's the first time they've talked and been in the same room in about probably 25 years. So. Well, I'm glad it happened on that night. Yeah. Uh, he was very happy and he was, uh, he's, he's good. I actually have a good picture of me and my parents. Um before he left, so that's which gonna is be nice. Framed. Oh, Are absolutely. You gonna frame it? I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna frame that. Are you gonna look at it every time and like shed a tear and be like, that no, not that really. I'm making a joke. I know, but no, I mean, like, are you gonna like post <clears throat> it like right out of the bathroom? So like, every, so like when I walk out of the bathroom after taking a dump, that yeah, I look at that you, picture. You're just gonna look at the picture and just be like, that was one of the greatest. That was one of the greatest. No, I'm sorry. I, I'm just. I, I'm I'm with you on that. I, yeah. I don't have a great relationship with my parents. That's just for another yeah. podcast. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But you know what? After witnessing everything that you went through on Saturday of actually changing the vows and everything like that, you're going to keep your promise to the other person? Absolutely. Without a doubt. Yeah. See, now I'm a big believer in that. Keeping your fucking promise mm-hmm. and... Till death do you part? That's what I told her. And that's what the cake said. <laughs> so, uh, Excuse me, I need to take a sip. <laughs> so this is... Uh, so you can find us on um, pretty much everything. Um, anchored, anchor.fm is uh, one of the places we're on right now. Um, Spotify, Google Play Music, Google Play Podcasts. Um, and that's and noise that's in the, the background. Door opening. Someone um, didn't realize. So, anyway, uh, this is uh, this is Brian Black. We're having a little bit of technical <laughs> difficulties right now. So, um, and this is Richie O. And uh, this is the Powerline Kids podcast. And we are out late.